Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Monday. It is Monday, April the 3rd. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are dead heat in the middle of spring right now. It started about two weeks ago. I feel like we're just, we're just we've been cruising through spring. It's still it, real cold in the morning. It's very cold it in gets the morning. Like a, I saw 30, 30 degrees this morning. It'll be like 65 later. So See, I'm like that. I like that. that. I like that a lot. Um, but the allergies are already starting to hit, as you can hear and tell. It is Dave Sturcho. It is Chris Gucci, as always, here, back here at Shop Studios on a Monday morning. Lots to get into. Obviously, we've had ourselves a fantastic week of basketball, both in the NBA and, of course, in in college, as tonight we had the national championship game. Um, obviously, last night the LSU Tigers, go Tigers, won themselves the LS, uh, the women's national championship game. Not without a little bit of controversy, but uh, we won't get into all that because it was just I don't know. I just I look at it. I'm like, you, you preach sportsmanship, but at the same time, you know, the girl was doing it two nights ago, and now this is kind of like a receipt. And I don't know. I know you're here for it. Hey, I'm here for it. So it's all good. It That's is what my it take is. On it. You can't call it disrespect because you did it. Right, Win the exactly. Game and do so what you want. Congratulations to the LSU Tigers for getting the women's national championship locked down yesterday. Great weekend, though, overall for us personally. Yeah, I had a good time. Well, I'm I had run, a great time. I'm this run weekend, down. But <laughs> I'm so I am, tired. Whew, yeah. it, is, it is officially a Monday yes, today here it, at Shop uh, Studios. It is. It is. And if you don't know what we're talking about there, it was an awesome card show locally. So if you are watching this and you are a Mojo investor and you trade on the market every day and you're in New Jersey, then maybe we came across you over at, uh, what was it called? The like, GTSM Sports yes. Card Show, or so, Sports Autograph Memorabilia Show. So, obviously, Mojo, the owners, the powers that be, this all ha- happened to start with sports cards yeah, way, way yeah, back yeah. when. The, the backstory is they had a sports card thing. They had the idea that they wanted to do a, a, a sports card stock market, market or a sports right. stock market like Mojo is, and they couldn't do it because of certain uh, red tape. And they decided to shift it towards like a trading card thing. It got bought out, and then here we are. Here we Mojo, are. All these years um, later. But, yeah, great story there. But other than that, bro, I met a ton of players. This yeah. Weekend. I mean, I you ran into one of your future Jordan idols. Jordan Love. I met Jordan Love <laughs> in the bathroom. I have my nephews and nieces. I paid all this money to get them to meet him. They're waiting online to meet him. I'm... You know, my girlfriend's eating a salad. I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. I go in, and Jordan Love walks in right behind me. So I'm like, no effing way. Yeah. I, I have to be honest. I cursed. But so. um, it was cool. He was cool. I met Lawrence Taylor, you know, randomly. I met Kenny Pickett randomly. P- Kenny cool Pickett stuff. was very open and uh, and around. Uh, one of our co- uh, friends of mine actually paid money to watch Drew Brees and Taysom Hill throw a football to them, to his son. Not to him, because, boy, that would be very embarrassing um, if you would have paid all that money. I was actually hoping I was going to run into some Mojo people, because a lot of times you see Mojo. Was I did. The, I ran into one. You did. I ran into one guy who came up to me, and he said, I know you from Chop Sports, but I watch you and Chris on Mojo every day. And oh, I was like, that's awesome. And then I was like, you got to that conversation where you're like, bye. <laughs> you don't know what else to say. But he loves the app, and that's what, you know, we're all here to make money. Uh, but yeah, great weekend. The legends were on top of each other, just all over the place. It was basketball, football, um, hockey on day three. I know you don't like much about hockey, but you know Mike Richter. I mean, come on, like the Rangers goalie for the Stanley Cup win back in '94. Um, so yeah, that was the entire weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was awesome. I was there every day. You guys were there longer than I was. I was basically dropping in to, to really, really basically, drain my bank account to get honest, memorabilia. This is, is kind of how it went. I did the Mojo show on Friday. Mm-hmm. I left. 
and I've done nothing and but that. And now you're that. doing the Mojo now show I'm doing again. the Mojo show again, and that's how it feels. Honestly, I don't even think I slept. I ate like twice. I am not doing well. But here we are. Let's go. Let's talk about college basketball. We and, should, um, but I will NBA. first start off by saying I hope everybody enjoyed WrestleMania over the weekend as well. <laughs> so if you're wrestling fans, that was insane. By the way, did you see the Endeavor yes. article? Yes. Not, it's like that's that's a thing. It's about to be done. It's happened. Yeah. So Endeavor, the president company of the UFC, is also about to be the president company of the WWE. So and imagine merger, being a stockholder, which, which means that they're going to be interchanging rosters and they're going to be able to set what up. What scares fights. me? What scares me is that they might go back to the old model. So when you're a, a Peacock subscriber, you get all the pay per views for free. Like, well, not for free because you're paying six bucks a month or whatever it is, right? They might go oh, back to the whole the fight 65, 80 bucks a pay-per-view. I don't know and if they're going to go 80 because I don't well, think they're going to get I that. I don't think so either. Because of, anyway. based on how cheap it's been, yeah. they're not all of a sudden going to be able to charge 80 bucks. But no, what no. I think it is, it does, is it good for marketing. And um, I'm forgive me for not knowing anything about this right now, but didn't the WWE just get sold? They were in talks to sell to, to the Saudis, yeah. but that, it just didn't go through. So... You know, keep it uh, keeping it in the country. I guess you could say. Um, you know what's crazy? Yeah, like, the um, the guy who like runs Endeavor, his name is Ari. Right, that's the same Ari that they based the character off of an entourage. That's pretty wild. Like I, I found that really wild. So the guy who's about to run UFC and WWE is basically Ari Gold. Yeah. So he was, after all, a powerhouse agent, and he got it all done. So anyway, yesterday. Or two days ago, we had ourselves two amazing basketball games. One a little bit less appealing than the other because, you know, obviously we'll get into UConn in a second, but they seem to be cruising right into the national championship game. But the game I'm talking about, which is so crazy, because there was a lot of promos going on at this card show. There's a lot of people selling their stuff, um, whether it be services or whatever. And there was an, uh, a sports book that said, hey, listen, if you download this app, we'll give you a pack of cards. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. I'll download the app. Why not? I'm an app guy, obviously. <laughs> I'm all over the Mojo app. So I already placed my bets on the Mojo app. And the other Dave's guy's a big app guy. Yeah, big app guy. Um, mozzarella sticks. <laughs> just the appies all day. Um, <laughs> but what I did was I was like, I had my bets already at Mojo, right, on the with the player props. And I got involved in the games itself. But I was like, yeah, when I, I'm going to sprinkle some money of this, this, this other app that I got to get. On Florida Atlantic. I was like, they're the dogs, not by much, but the money line paid good. And I was like, here we go. So I'm watching this all develop simultaneously with WrestleMania night one and leave it up to Lamont Butler to end my hopes and dreams of winning that bet. Because, boy, Florida Atlantic, again, they had them on the ropes. San Diego State, again, we talked about it. Like, is there appeal to them? Not really, but again, a, a fantastic game. I mean, there's appeal to them now. Now, people yeah. outside of, like, all right. I like college basketball, but I, I haven't followed it as closely as I would have liked this year with a lot going on. So to a college basketball purist, they probably love and know everything oh, about yeah. San Diego State. But, it's you know, I talked about it going into the weekend. I was like, I'm not for this national championship. Like, I don't – It's I'm, not your prototypical national championship. I want to against Duke in the national championship game. Right. Like, I don't think – Florida Atlantic and San Diego State, and it turned out to be the best game of the tournament. So I should <laughs> stop talking shit, I guess, because <laughs> Elijah Martin delivered, but for Florida Atlantic, a, a, a wonderful player who's played, you know, 
out of his mind throughout the course of this tournament. He drops 28 in the loss, which is unfortunate. But again, you got to give it up, Matt Bradley. Yeah, 21 points. And, and I know that I'm like again. I have to preface or at least follow up by saying I know that I'm going to get blasted for saying that. The teams that got to where they got to earned it, and they deserve to be there based on the fact that they beat the other teams that lined up in front of them. I mean, is it? I just think the college basketball model is a little harder for me to to get into because of the one and done aspect. So all these good teams, they you're, have. All, you're, you're more for a series. Not that I'm more for a series. What I think happened or is happening is that you see a bunch of teams that are really good. They only have freshmen, so they come in, they don't get to play. They get play 30 games together. They practice once or, or like for one basically off season. Right throughout the season, and then they're done. The team is split up because the good players on that team go to the NBA, and then new top recruits come in. But there's no, like... Continuity. There's no continuity. There's no way for the teams to gel. And then you have these mid-majors or these teams like San Diego State who may have a bunch of seniors on them that have been playing together for a long time. Correct. So you get teams that aren't really nationally recognized throughout the season that are really built for a tournament. And that... That changes things. It makes March Madness cool. I get it. But for me, it's just it makes it harder because none of these guys stay on the teams that are good. Um considering more than all, one season. Considering all the turnaround and considering all the the stuff, does this give more credit to the Dukes of the world, the North Carolinas of the world, where every year that seems to be I mean, obviously not this year, but like Every year it seems to be that they're the major players in the tournament and they get there and they well, get I mean, far every single year. Well, so it's like one of those things. Like I don't even think you could give more credit. They're still going to get the best recruits. They're, it's not like San Diego State. What happens and now to with these NIL, teams, what ends it. up happening with these teams when, when they do well in the tournament, if they're not a, a powerhouse already – the coach leaves, and then it, like they kind of they had that good that's run, and too. now the, it's that's who benefits the most from it is the coach gets a better job. Yeah, that's true too. Um, but uh, anyway, kudos to San Diego State. Is this one of the more memorable finishes in your recent memory? I mean, in my yeah. I mean, he went right down yeah, the court, game winner to go to the net, buzzer beater, Jim Nance, the whole nine. Like it's just one of those things where you just you dream of scenarios like this. And Lamont Butler puts it through, and now he will be playing tonight in the question. national championship. Who threw the pass to Christian Leitner? Who threw the pass to Christian Leitner in that famous Duke play? <sighs> Christian Leitner was 1992. A legit NBA player. That's what I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm sure it's somebody good. <sighs> I don't know. Grand Hill. Dude, I was going to – I swear to my kids, I was going to say Grand Hill. And I was like, ah, can't should've, be. Should have then. So Grant Hill to Christian Leitner, bang, game over. Everybody mm -hmm. hates Christian Leitner now. Um, that yeah, what a fantastic finish. This is the hardest tournament in all of sports to win. Meaning what? Meaning, I mean, it's so long. I mean, they, they start with sixty-four teams. I mean, that's it's a huge tournament. Like, yes, the elite of the elite. I already downplayed the NBA playoffs because, considering the fact that there's a play-in series now that was added, you're adding teams to the NFL. They're they're whack. They're just completely screwing up the baseball playoffs. World series. I mean, I don't know, man. It, you're going to have fans of whatever they believe is like if if I'm a baseball Watch guy soul, it's the world soul. series is the hardest uh, the yeah. nhl guys you will you would have to literally kill an nhl <laughs> fan to, to get him to not admit that the nhl is in the hardest playoffs which i think it is actually i think the nhl Stanley Cup playoffs could be the it hardest be. thing to do because i mean be. it's every night it's every other night so it's not like but these guys Again, kudos to these kids. San Diego State gets there tonight, and they'll be playing UConn. UConn has absolutely crushed the entire tournament. They ran through. They had one of the best records in the country going into this thing. So they were heavy favorites going in. Uh, Adama Sanago drops 21-10. and 10. He continues to just have a dominant tournament. So the road's ends right now, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's championship night, Monday night. It's here. 
who takes this thing? Does does San Diego State continue this miraculous? You know, I don't want to call it miraculous. They they were favored in the game yesterday, but UConn's been so dominant throughout the course of this entire tournament. Me, I went one and one on my picks last week on Friday because I picked Florida Atlantic to win the game. But I knew dom I knew domination when I see it, and I, I saw UConn do that throughout the course. And Miami came in there free swinging. They, they they knew they had themselves a great tournament as well, but they went in there and they got punched right in the face by a really good team. So tonight. Without any doubts in my mind, I'm riding with UConn to win the national championship. I don't think there's anything. There's nothing Nothing out of that San Diego State win promotes me to be like, oh, has well, anybody, they got a has shot. Has anybody like, even got, gotten within, like, 15 I mean, in a final score with UConn? Well, they'd be uh, 68. Yeah, they. this one was a 14-point win. Oh, so. so they got within 15. So, yeah, my. I mean, UConn's been dominant all year. All year, they're, they're, they're they've, they've torched. So, yeah, yeah. I'll be shocked. But UConn hey, should see. win this game. You would assume if you're a gambling man, please get on over to the Mojo app. There's there's uh, props and points and spreads and this and that. And it's all over the place. But tonight, national championship. Somebody's going to cut the net down, and I think it's going to be UConn. So we'll see about that. Um, as we segue into the NBA, ladies and gentlemen. So. We're down to the last week, man. Like this is it. This is this is the nitty gritty of all this. Uh, the whole season comes down to the final week, and it's great because w- what you're seeing there in both conferences is teams that are still alive all the way to the bitter end. The New York Knicks clinched the playoff spot yesterday with a win. They've won four straight. They've done this without Randall. We went on record the other day and said the Knicks are going to struggle without Randall. And while their favorable schedule, they did take out Cleveland the other night. Spider Mitchell had himself a night on Friday night, and the Knicks took care of business on the road. So it's just like, okay, it's possible there is a lot of flow. I told you that Obi Toppin was going to get a lot of minutes, and he has, and he's he's taking full advantage of these minutes. And now heading into the playoffs, which, again, more than likely, the Knicks clinched. The Brooklyn Nets are two and a half back. I don't see that moving, so it's going to be the Knicks, and it's going to be the Cavaliers, and I think it's going to be a great series. I think they're actually going to run with them. I really do. Do they win a series? Do the Knicks win a series? I, I, it's very hard for me to say that because of the fact that, that Randall's hurt, but... It is the final week of the season. The Knicks have clinched. The one thing I got to bring up about the West, obviously, what's still just you know being as wild as it is, right? The Wild West. The Dallas Mavericks are still on the outside looking in, heading into the final couple games. Kyrie Irving went on record yesterday, said he loves the effort of the team. You know, he's been, you know, he came out, he's like, I've been doing all this on a bum ankle. It's like, all right, dude, just you know, go out there and win. Yeah, the excuses for you are over. Um, but is this one of the biggest flops that you've seen with two star players like this? Like two stars. Is it a f- maybe? But they just got together, so it's yeah. You got to expect a little bit of a, a learning curve. You want to see them playing better than they're playing, but I don't know. Kyrie, everywhere he's gone, you could make the case that they've. All right, it's hard. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I just think Kyrie brings a couple things to the team that are outweigh all the good, bad things that outweigh the good. Um, they're not doing well with since the Kyrie trade. They're on the outside looking in. But I didn't really have much expectations for this team. Kyrie dropped 41 yesterday in a loss to the Hawks. I mean, so he's look, doing he everything play, he, he possibly play, can. <clears throat> just doesn't equate to winning basketball. And I know that people are probably going to rip me apart for that, too. This is a hot take day by me, I guess. Okay. But they're on the outside looking in. They have Luka and Kyrie. Luka should be able to do this by himself. Luka had 22 yesterday. Right? Luka was able to do it by himself. But is Jalen Brunson a better fit for the team than Kyrie? They were a better team last year. I don't know what other parts are missing. One, or, one team's in the playoffs, one's not. <laughs> yeah, so you got to look at that. You have to look I mean, at the, the whole West body is of work. a lot different than the East. but uh, Absolutely. It's going into the final week of the season. I'm um, looking at the right now the well, the four seeds kind of locked. 
the five seeds kind of it looks like it got a little bit more away from them, but between five and eight is a half game separation. Five and nine is two game separation, and then five and ten is three games. So that's probably a wrap. But you got the guys like the Dallas Mavericks who have a glimmer of hope going into the final week of the season. We'll see if that plays out. The big story for me in the West is the Lakers because they weathered the storm while LeBron was hurt that entire time. Then LeBron gets back, and now they're playing good basketball. They're sitting there currently with the seventh seed. So they have an opportunity to actually get out of this play-in thing and just get into the normal playoffs and just kind of chill and wait, which would be it would do wonders for a guy like LeBron James who's trying to you know, get his body right. Can the Lakers do anything? Can they make some noise with AD and, and LeBron playing at top level? I don't think the Lakers are going to be a threat in the postseason, but you always have to take it serious because AD did take over in the bubble. I don't know if he's still got that in him. And LeBron James, he's f- like 51 years old. I know, you know, Father <laughs> They're seven and three in their last 10. They're playing good basketball. This little two week right break may have been what he needed to get rejuvenated for the postseason because we all know LeBron's played a ton of games. Mm. So he may have needed it. Absolutely. I'm I mean, not, I'm not sure that they're going to make real noise, though. But when we're looking at the top of the conference right now, West, if, if, if the they Nuggets, get the seven, the Nuggets don't play Memphis. defense. I feel like the Nuggets are playing worse now than they've played all year. Going Six and into four the in their last 10. Uh, they won yesterday. But, you know, again, you're right. It's not they haven't been the same dominant team that they've had been all year round. It's like this is where you want to get hot. Clearly, you know, you, you know, want to be the hottest you've played who, who all you, year. Who would you give who would you give the advantage to in a postseason series right now? The, the Warriors or the Nuggets? Honestly, you would have to say the, the Nuggets, but in the postseason, in a seven-game series, I mean, I'm not going to count out Golden State in that one. Not I mean, at all. They're 11 games behind. I mean, there's a reason for it. You know, look, I, I've always looked at the Warriors as one-dimensional because there's a lot of lot of rain, a lot of three-point play. And look, that's the new way of, of basketball nowadays. You know, if you have a good perimeter shooter, Steph Curry being one of the best I've ever seen, you know, that's the way you stay in these games. And you're never out of games when you have a guy who, once he gets hot, he gets hot. score a bunch of points real fast. I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to make a prediction there. I just don't think that the West, like, at the top of the West, making a case for the Lakers by saying certain teams can get plucked off because it's jumbled, and I think the teams at the top aren't as strong as they can be or they were earlier in the year. Yeah. Jokic don't play defense either, so it becomes an issue in the postseason for me. It does. It does indeed. So we have, obviously, the NBA playoffs are going to start next week. And, of course, you have to just keep your eyes and ears locked onto the Mojo Market app. Um, You have to watch all the liquid prop bets throughout the course of the week. We'll talk more about that as the week goes along because we are literally down to the last final games uh, of the regular season. Now, segueing over to the NFL before we get out of here. Not a lot of news in the, in the news cycle. We're all gearing up for the NFL draft, which happens at the end of this month. Believe it or not, we're like three weeks away from the NFL draft, which, again, I don't, I don't know where time goes. I really don't. It's, it's like Your one prediction about Rodgers being on the Jets over the weekend did not come to fruition. It's it did not. It's more and, and more like draft day trade It's insane, at this point. man. I, I, there's a lot of, like, ESPN Mike Greenberg says right now, I got a little spit, with, uh, tiff with not just him, but, like, just overall just – People came after me because he said right now the Jets hold all the cards and they have all the advantage. And I said, that's not remotely true. Like, it's not remotely true. Right now, if the, if the Packers truly wanted to, they could say, you know what? The hell with this. We're not trading them. How about that? We'll eat the money. Like, it sucks. They're going to eat the money. but They don't want to do that. They don't want to do it, but they can. But the Jets what I'm also saying. don't want to go an into available season option. with no quarterback. Well, they got Zach Wilson, and according to other you know other people that you know, he said he's going to give hell to the person he's got to compete. with. Well, maybe it's nobody. Maybe he doesn't have to compete with anybody. But look, 
it's a foregone conclusion that this is going to happen, but I don't think the Jets hold all the cards like some people say. I think that the Jets, again, once the once I want to play for the Jets, whoa, you know, and they got all excited, which is great for the fan base. Everybody gets excited. But here we are. How long has it been since the McAfee show? <laughs> Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, so it's been a while. So if this thing was such a foregone conclusion, it should have happened already. And, look, the teams are going to start their offseason programming in a couple weeks, so it's like you, you got to have this guy over there. I understand he's all world and he's, he's one of the better throwers that anybody's ever seen, but you got to get some continuity. You got to get rolling with your team. You got to have this trade, and it has to happen very soon. Speaking of the Jets and potentially adding one more piece to this puzzle, because they've already added Lazard, they've already added, well they have a, a returning Bryce uh, Brees Hall, which by the way was at the car show yesterday. Our buddy got an autograph with him and Corey Davis. A couple Jets are over there yesterday. Um, but Odell Beckham Jr., we talked about him at length. Uh, the market was what it was for a receiver, and now it's been reported, and what's being said is that Odell wants $15 million a year. Chris, is he worth $15 million a year for at least one year? He's worth what he's going to get. So I don't think he's going to get 15, but he'll he'll approach it. And it depends on how long he waits. you got to give this guy some kind of incentive-based I contract. Think, I think what, what happens think is happen. Odell may end up signing like week four again. I don't think he's in any rush. I know that the Jets aren't going to move on anything until the Rodgers deal is figured out because but, the financials have to be worked out with Rodgers first if they're not already worked out. But I don't see fifteen million available. Do you look at do you look at here. do you look at Odell Beckham Jr. as somebody that gets to dictate what he gets? Is he this big threat? Like, look, when the Cowboys were entertaining it and whining and dining him and had court side seats for the Mavericks Bro, and all this stuff. Like, but you it's say, like, I, I don't are we really going yes, bonkers 100%. over Odell Beckham? Look, when a player sit, comes out and says that he wants a certain thing, it doesn't mean anything. It means, like, this is what he wants. This is what they're going to start negotiations at. Daniel Jones came out and said he wanted 45 per. The Giants said publicly they wanted to give him 35 per. Guess where they ended up? Right, you know, Dead so smack in the middle. It's it's the market is going to dictate what Odell gets. Odell could want all the money in the world. If there's only one team in on Odell, then he's not going to get it because there's no one to drive up the price. It's it's literally going to be set by the market on him. If there's a couple teams, if a receiver gets hurt in camp and Odell's still available, then there might be another team in the mix. But the the interesting part or the tricky part in Odell's case is, you want to sign early because the cer- the sooner you sign, the more you the sooner you start getting paid. If and you start you, missing and football games, and your quarterback. If you start like, missing football games, you start getting prorated deals. I don't think Odell gives a iota about the continuity or what. I think he wants to get paid first and foremost. You will see Odell on one-year deals. It was coming out last a couple weeks ago that Odell wanted a multi-year deal, and I was like, "Well, that's not going to happen." And you're like, "Well, he wants it." That was crazy. This isn't crazy. Odell saying, "I want one year, fifteen mil." He had every, he had. He had teams last year during the postseason run when he had no leg, uh, sending him to the courtside seats at this game, and do, teams courting him all over the place. So as he's now available mid or in middle of the offseason, why not say I want 15 mil mm. and tickets to the playoffs in <laughs> Dallas? Or, or not Dallas because they might New York. not make it. <laughs> New York. He gets Nick's courtside seats for the playoff games. Um, but, again, it's interesting. That market will, you know, I guess it will heat up. Um, but – Look, the, the NFL draft's getting closer and closer. Mock drafts galore. We'll get more into that as the week goes along because obviously there's, you know, a lot of guys that have chalk. Now there's also, I don't know if you've heard or read any of this. This is the stuff that's troubling. When these kids, they go on these visits and they have their pro days and they have these interviews, I've been told, or not told, but I've read 
that Will Levis is absolutely dropping the ball in all aspects of his interviews. Like he's just reeks of arrogance and confidence and just some one of the GMs says, I've never seen anything like it, and not in a good way. You know, just like I'm I'm the man. You know, oh, like, so Baker. So Baker Mayfield. And but, look how much that look how well that played out. Baker's on his like fifteenth team in four years. It right? also it also could be a guy that has like a pick mid mid first round and is just putting up smoke and mirrors and saying I read I read a retweet said Colts are gonna cult. Like all of a sudden this is them saying, I'll take this guy, he's a bum. And then all of a sudden they'll have their choice between him and Anthony Richardson at the four pick. So maybe that's a thing. Maybe somebody's trying to jump up past the Colts. It's all gamesmanship at this point. We'll see yeah. how it all plays out. But again, you don't you don't want to you don't want to give that impression off right away. You just don't. And it'll affect you going forward. I wasn't there for the interview. So I'm gonna give him the pass because I've I've heard him talk a couple times and he seemed like a pretty good kid. He didn't seem arrogant, and if the arrogance that he had is the arrogance that I'd want out of my quarterback in some cases. Mm. <clears throat> but I don't know. Again, I don't know all that much about him. So I we shall there. see. Mock drafts galore coming out, but you can follow us right now on Mojo. That's at TikTok, at TikTok, at Mojo on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. It's been a weekend, ladies and gentlemen. We're all trying to get our bearings here, and of course, join the Discord. That is the daily conversation happens every day that's what means daily um you can find out all the information based off your stock prices uh who to get long on who to go short on a lot of things happening right now and the wwe has officially been sold eight minutes ago that's a big big mm. deal it's me being a wrestling fan that i am uh that's and being in the business that's a huge deal um for for the wwe and all their stockholders and i hope my dad held on to that stock i told him to invest in a long time ago um but at any event this week will be loaded with some NBA action. Obviously, if anything in the NFL pops off, we'll be here to cover it each and every day this morning. Please subscribe to the channel. Set your little bell, right? Let it let you know when there's a new video available. Not just us. There's plenty of awesome content coming from Mojo right now. Head on over to Mojo.com for all the blogs. All the writers are fantastic. It's where I get most of my information from, if not all of the information from a lot of these guys that are rating these guys high, low. I'm figuring all this out as it goes and as it comes to us. So... Be sure to do that as well. Download it now, available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Oh, nailed it. Apple Store and Google Play. And I didn't expect to nail that on a Monday morning. For Dave Sergio, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Chris is doing the fadeaway. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow.